welcome to another episode of the Mad Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Begley, Goni, and Wayne. What is up, Mad Mob? We we missed last Friday. I apologize. I was on vacation. Uh, we got Goni going on vacation this week, but we're recording it early because we don't want to do that two, t- two times in a row. So shout out to us. Uh, we all took our lunch uh, to get this done for you. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm doing great, man. My back's a little sore after tapping my own self on the shoulders. Great job, me. <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. Sorry, we missed last Friday, but hey, pat ourselves on the back. We're not going to do it again. Uh, uh, we have to, we have to reward ourselves for the small things. Yeah. The smallest things. That Here we go. Here we go already with the negativity. That didn't take long. Trophies all around. That didn't take long. Anyways, this is the first, uh, meat and potatoes content episode, um, of the new season. Uh, we decided that we'd started off with, um, some mock rookie drafts because this is around the time that everybody's probably doing their rookie drafts for their dynasty leagues. Uh, we're going to do four rounds. Uh, I got pick number five, Goni got pick number seven, and Begley got pick number ten. We are going to try and get through two. Might only get through one. We'll see how long uh, this takes. Uh, I know Goni likes to do some long-winded um, explanations to just hide the fact that he's awful, so... You've you've heard the old saying: if you just talk a lot, then then people think you know what you're talking about. Hey Amen. People want to know the reasoning, not just uh, not just the pick. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so hopefully we can get through two. The first one that we're going to do is one quarterback. No superflex um, needs to be said. We're going to try and do the other one um, right after this, depending on time constraints in which we will do um, a Superflex mock draft. Um, yeah, so let's let's go ahead and, and jump right into it. Remember, follow us on Facebook. We answer questions every Monday, uh, and that's where you can find us first. All right, round one. B. John Robinson went one, Jameer Gibbs went two, uh, Smith and Jigba went three, and Quentin Johnston went four. Uh, which puts me on the clock. I've got uh, Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers, Kincaid, Charbonnet. Um, this is an easy one for me. Uh, I'm I'm going Jordan Addison. Uh, he's going to be playing against Justin Jefferson. He's going to be playing opposite of Justin Jefferson. Uh, so everybody's going to be leaning that way. Uh, and Adam Thielen, he, he had some successful years playing opposite of Justin Jefferson. There's enough passing work to go around there. Uh, so, so that's an easy pick for me. Uh, just real quick. If Jordan Addison goes at four, I love Quentin Johnston. I love him. I, I probably would pick Quentin Johnston over Jordan Addison. Um, just like the computer did here. So something to think about there. I think he's going to slot into the Keenan Allen role, um, and, and be really good in that, uh, chargers offense. So something to think about if you're early on. And you have the choice between Jordan Addison or Quentin Johnston. I would probably do what the computer did and take Quentin Johnston. All right. Uh, team six took Zay Flowers, which uh, came to Goni as the seventh pick. That makes me feel good that they took Zay Flowers because I don't really want any part of him. And I don't really want to be locked into having to take him if he falls too far. Uh, looking at the draft board, we have... Anthony Richardson, Kincaid, Charbonnet, A-Chain, Kendra Miller. And, I mean, it's, it's it's kind of a rough one. I'm kind of kind of torn. Kincaid is, like, appealing a little bit, but I'm probably going to have to go with Charbonnet just on the fact that Buffalo tight ends just don't get it done. They don't, they don't really make it big. It, it never really happens. It, so, I mean, it, it's... Plus, first-round pick, you know, first-rounder for a tight end. That's also kind of rough. It's not one of those Kyle Pitts years or anything like that. It's very rare. So, give me the running back. He'll be in a committee, I think, with uh, Kenneth Walker. And that's where I'm going to go, Charbonnet. All right. Um, 
Team eight took Anthony Richardson. Team nine took Dalton Kincaid, which comes to the tenth pick for Begley. Yeah, l- looking at the board, it's A Chain, Miller, Mingo, Laporta. I've seen Rasheed Rice going early in some rookie drafts that all three of us have done together. Uh, I totally disagree with that. <clears throat> We've all been burned by CEH and Sky Moore the last couple of years, right? That Chiefs offense just it looks good on paper. Um, this is an easy one for me. I'm going to take Devon A-Chain. I think um, I love the landing spot on Miami. Miami's all about speed down there with, with Tyreek Hill, and I trust McDonald to get him the ball in space. Uh, I don't know that he's going to be a three-down back. I don't think that's what he is. I think he's a utility guy, jet sweeps, you know, try to try to get, get him the ball in the screen game and let him run. Elite athlete, super little though, man, super little. Uh, I think this is a P- PPR only kind of play. Not a fan. Honestly, I, who would you have taken here, Wayne? I don't mind the pick bags either, by the way. I'm just curious as to where. Because I have one guy that I would be leaning towards at that 10 spot, just knowing that it's either there or don't get him at all. For me, it's Jonathan Mingo. Here's my. He, 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 let me explain a little bit. I thought about Mingo. Here's why I don't love Mingo going. He didn't do it in college. His college production was horrendous at Ole Miss. He's a combine guy, right? I mean, that's what elevated his stock. I'm a big proponent of if you don't dominate in college, I don't think you can dominate in the NFL. Just my opinion. Wayne, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I I thought about that going. No, I just I I like like the the fact that he's like going straight into a WR1 role um, in Carolina. And you look at – a chain and he's or god a cane and uh he is rb3 right off the bat he's rb3 right off the bat super undersized i think the only uh, the only person that i can think of that was that small and successful work done yeah i think him and three cohen uh statistically were the only two small I mean, back longest odds to be successful and and an RB3. I don't know why he's listed so high, but I'm skipping over him completely if he's on there. But uh, as you said, I mean, it's a PPR play, so that's fair. Uh, Team 11 took Kendra Miller. Team 12 took Jonathan Mingo. Uh, Not Snake. It's it's standard as, as rookie drafts are. Uh, team one took Bryce Young. Team two took Baby Gronk, Michael Mayer. Team three took C.J. Stroud. And team four took Sam Laporta, which puts me on the clock. I'm going to do it. I'm going to reach. Uh, I'm going to get raked over the coals for this, just as I did in our other rookie draft. So uh, just a couple. We got Rasheed Rice. Just too many mouths to feed on that. Goni's smiling because he already knows who I'm going with. I already with. know. I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna snipe my guy that I want uh, coming up at my pick, but I already know who you're going with. Yep. Uh, Josh. Josh Downs is up there. Uh, Colts offense. Uh, you got Michael Pittman as the one. Alec Pierce as the two, uh, and it's a uh, not so good offense. Marvin Mims, another wide receiver up there. Uh, coming into uh, what was not a good passing offense at all last year, and he's automatically, what, the WR4? Probably put Tim Patrick ahead of him. Uh, Don't like it at all. Uh, Then you got Roshan Johnson, who – it's the Bears. They're not going to be using running backs too often, Uh, and he's going to be RB2 at best. That brings us to two more. Tank Bigsby and Tajay Spears. Bigsby going to an offense that's leaning more towards passing, and he's behind a very young stud, Travis Etienne. He's going to be the RB2 for a while. Tajay Spears, I'm high on this guy. He doesn't have an ACL to speak of. He's injury riddled, but again, I've said it a million times, I don't I don't like just assuming people are going to get injuries. He's, in my opinion, the best landing spot for immediate production. He's the RB2, clear cut, behind a Derrick Henry, who's not going to be there next year. 
and who honestly has been running to the dirt, probably missed some games. I think Tajay Spears gives you the best opportunity for immediate production, and his only downside is his injury history. If he's healthy, then he's going to be a stud, and I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to uh, jump off the better player uh, just because of an injury history. I, All right. Yeah. yeah. I. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm not a fan of that one just because of his. It's because of his injury history. Um. I mean, he he literally is missing an ACL, in a knee. That that scares me. I don't hate the pick though. I mean, all he has to beat is Hassan Haskins. I mean, there's a clear path to work this year. I don't mind it in the second round by any means. I mean. He's got a clear path to work, like like you said, and you're not investing a first round pick like Wayne wanted to do in ours. Um, yeah, I, I like the pick, man. Tajay Spears. Uh, he might get some work this year. Hopefully, he stays healthy and the knees hold up. So we'll see. I think it's a good, good possible plug and play. It was a late first uh, round pick. Um, team six took uh, Rasheed Rice, which brings us to Goni's pick. It was a late first round pick, but we got him late second round. Hush. If we're keeping track here. Anyways, uh, Rasheed Rice goes. Uh, Downs is on the board. Mims, Roshan Johnson, Bigsby, Reed Hyatt. I'm between two guys here. Um, I like Roshan Johnson at this point. Um, I know that Wayne, you know, wasn't the biggest fan. He skipped over him to take Tajay Spears, and that's fine. I feel like it's a matter of preference. I think that the Bears just traditionally always get the young running backs involved. When they drafted Jordan Howard, he came out and had a phenomenal rookie year. We saw what happened afterward, of course, you know, going to the Eagles and his career kind of just going down the drain more or less, him him sitting the bench. But it's either between him or it might be a little bit of a reach, and it's Chase Brown, 5'9", 215, Joe Mixon, all these kind of off-the-field issues, the Bengals not really wanting him around. I think Chase Brown has tremendous potential to see the field this year a lot more than people might think. So I think I, I'm actually going to go with him over Roshan this time around. If he gets on the field, they have that phenomenal Bengals offense. He can do it all. He's He's got the workhorse kind of build, and uh, I like it. All right. So for me, this is a, a three-person choice here. Uh, Marvin Mims, Tank Bigsby, or Jaden Reed. Um, I don't think we we can't hear you, bro. Did did we want to mention that Josh Downs went to team number eight and Roshan Johnson went to team number nine, setting up Biggs for the 110? Yep. That's exactly what I said on mute. Oh, thank you. Sorry. Go ahead, Wayne. Set me up. You've been set up. Knock it out. All right. So after after Downs and Roshan are off the board. Go ahead, man. You're doing great. I'm confused. What what happened? What do I need to say? I mean, bro, we we just need to let them know, you know, after the seventh pick comes the eighth pick comes the ninth pick and then comes the 10th pick. We don't, we don't just go from two, seven to two ten around here. Right. Well, I just did. And, and you guys just shook your heads. Yeah. You could have been at the 10 and everybody would have been like, I ought to take Roshan Johnson there. Oh, yep. okay. All right. Well, Didn't I mean, know I, that he went. I just recapped casually and you all were shaking your head. I said after downs and Roshan went off the board, we were just hmm. tittering to ourselves, man. That's all. All right. Yeah. Don't, well, don't get your feelings hurt. Same line again because it was a fire line. All right. All right. After Downs and Roshan went off the board, it's a three person pick for me. Uh, I'm looking at Marvin Mims and a Denver, Bigsby and Jaden Reed. Uh, I, I think all three of these guys are in the same tier for me. Um, I, I'm a little opposite of Wayne. I don't mind Bigsby. ETN only caught 35 balls last year. I think Bigsby is, is coming in to play the third down role. Doug Peterson historically uses uh, committees. And last year, at least, they were not willing to get ETN involved in the passing game. I, I think Bigsby's okay if you really need the running back depth. Um, but <clears throat> his opportunities are going to be limited. I'm going to go Jaden Reed here. 
God of Michigan State, I, I like his profile. He's super productive. I don't love Green Bay's offense, but I think he immediately comes in and is better than Romeo Dobbs. Um, I, I think this is a talent play for me. I think he's more talented than Mims. I, I think Mims projects to be kind of a long ball guy, kind of a Rashid Shahid guy out in Denver. Um, Jaden Reed for me. I would have liked Tank Bigsby, I think, in that spot. I don't I don't hate on it at all. I don't hate on it at all. I guess it's just because I'm a running back kind of guy. The wide receivers, I don't know. I definitely wouldn't want to touch Marvin Mims because I feel like the the receiver room is crowded out there. Mm. It's a to me, it's it's a landing spot thing for Bigsby, right? Like his opportunity is just he's gonna have to deal with ETN. Fair enough. Uh, team eleven took Marvin Mims. Team twelve took Tank Bigsby. Team one took Jalen Hyatt. Team two took Zach Evans, which is unfortunate because that's who I was eyeballing at my pick. Uh, team three, Luke Musgrave, and team four, Cedric Tillman. We got old Schoonmaker. We got Tank Dell. Here's a guy who I kind of wanted in the third round as well. Uh, I And I'm okay with a landing spot. This guy is... We're dying to know. We're dying to know. We're dying to know. Wow. I'm cherry bombing my picks, dude. I throw them up in the air, and then I try and knock them out. But I, I threw this one pretty high in the air. I think this guy, this fella, this individual, could have immediate value. He is the smallest running back in the class. It's Deuce Vaughn. I think he's going to have to come in. He He's not a three-down back by any means. Uh, he's I think he's going to come right out and be uh, the pass catcher because uh, Dak Prescott's inaccurate, so he should probably start utilizing um, those type of, of athletes. I think he's... He can be very Darren Sproles-esque. Obviously, that's a ceiling. But, uh, but yeah, uh, in the third round, in the mid-third round of a rookie draft, um, any I'm looking for anybody that can give me f- immediate value at this point. And I think Deuce Vaughn has one of the um, quickest routes to get there just because he's he's going to have to be a pass-catching back there just, just because of his... Lack of size. Would you take him if it was a half point PPR? No. In the same spot? No, nah. because that's his value. He's too small. He's too small to be a three down back. Uh, his his value is definitely pass catching. All right. After Deuce Vaughn, a Bonaconda goes off the board. At number six, uh, Wayne, I definitely thought you were going to take my guy. I'm sitting here, and I was holding. My I know breath. you wanted Scooney. Uh, no, oh. no, I've been trying to scoop this guy up in the third round uh, for weeks, everywhere I could. Uh, we got the great news out of Arizona that DeAndre Hopkins has departed the team. Yep, opening the door for Michael Wilson. Yeah, I like, uh, I like his measurables. 6'2", 213, he's got the body of a guy who can play the outside, step into a number one role in the future, of course. Uh, He's going to be fighting for targets behind Hollywood Brown and Rondale Moore, but Rondale Moore plays the slot anyways and can't really seem to stay on the field. So I like the opportunity, especially in the third round. I like him to see the field a lot, and we'll just see who he he develops behind. If Kyler Murray's going to be on the field for – the first half of the season, even we've seen a lot of reports or if he's uh, getting the return of David Blau. Fair enough. After Wilson, we went Schoonmaker, which was going to be my guy. Something he made it to me, Michigan and Cowboy. Kayshawn Butte off the board at nine to the Patriots. Uh, and like Wayne said here, here in the third, I'm just looking for guys who can get on the field their rookie year. Um, 
Looking at Tank Dell in Houston, who projects to be possibly their starting slot guy. Uh, not, not a bad choice, but he's little. I think he's like 5'8". Um, then we have Dwayne Washington in Pittsburgh, who's probably going to be a majority blocking tight end, maybe a red zone target. Guy I'm targeting here uh, might be a little bit of a reach. Uh, I like Sean Tucker out of Syracuse going to Tampa. Uh, definitely some medical concerns. He's got a heart issue. Uh, he went undrafted, which is uh, usually a death sign for somebody's career. Um, but outside of Rashad White, there's no depth there. Uh, I think Sean Tucker, if he can pass the medicals and get on the field, has a chance uh, to see some serious PT year one. Uh, I, we we the Bucks got to do something on the ground too with the dumpster fire of a quarterback room. After that, uh, Tank Dell went, Evan Hole, Darnell Washington, Eric Gray. Dwayne McBride and Will Levis. Ugh. <laughs> I was looking at this for... point in the fourth round. My bad. At, at this point in the fourth round, you're literally just looking for anyone who might still be on your roster a year from now, right? Yeah, I, I don't think you're going to find any immediate value. Uh, I think you just need to look for guys that could possibly. Um, slot in for you and for me um that guy is brenton strange uh he's behind evan ingram but evan ingram only signed a one year and then he is the tight end in an offense that really took tremendous strides last year uh evan ingram was always the guy that you drafted as your tight end and you got excited but he constantly let you down until trevor lawrence figured it out the jags figured it out Got rid of Urban Meyer. Evan Ingram had a good year. So Brenton Strange, his rookie year, is going to sit behind Evan Ingram. And then hopefully at that point it will be his show and he can give you some some value his second year. A.T. Perry goes off the board at the 4-6. I'm up at the 4-7. And, I mean, there's there's really not a lot to choose from around here. And as I just mentioned, I'm looking for – Anyone who I think might still be on the roster next year. Usually these guys get cut. Usually even your third rounders get cut. The hit rate is is very small for those type of guys. Third rounders, fourth rounders especially. And for this one here, I think I'm going to go. I'm going to take Hendon Hooker, quarterback for the Lions out of Tennessee. It's going to be pretty much a redshirt year for him. He's going to... uh, He's going to sit behind Jared Goff, man. He's going to sit behind Jared Goff. He's going to learn. Uh, he's got Amon Ross St. Brown and Jamison Williams to look forward to next year if he does take the field. Goff, the Lions have minimal con- contract, you know, constraints for Goff next year. So, I mean, they could just get rid of them altogether and it wouldn't hurt him at all. No no big dead cap or anything. So, I like Hendon Hooker as a dart throw. Maybe he turns into something, maybe not, but – Fourth round, you're grasping at straws. Yeah. <clears throat> to expand on something what you said earlier, man, I, I want to – in the third and fourth, I'm distracting guys who I think can play, who can just get on the field uh, year one. I want to see what I got, right? Because these guys are usually your first cut candidates when you have to make roster taxi decisions. All right. After Hooker, uh, Tyler Scott to Chicago um, and Rodriguez, who was a commander – uh, this one's pretty easy for me. Uh, I'm glad he's still here. I like Puka Nakua uh, from the Rams. Uh, he's a wide receiver. Early reports say he's impressing in minicamp. He just has to fend off, uh, I think Demarcus Robinson was a free agent signing there. Uh, to me, I mean, this guy could have like a um, Nico Collins type ceiling there, being a decent receiver on a bad offense for years to come. So I think he's decent value in the fourth. I had the seventh pick in the draft here. I ended up with Zach Charbonnet, Chase Brown, Michael Williams, and Hendon Hooker. Oh, yeah. Did I say Michael Williams? Mike Williams has burned me enough. Yep. Man. At the 10, ended up with A-Chain, Jaden Reed, Tucker, and Puka. Puka. All right. Let me uh, head on over there. Do you want to randomize or what? 
hop in, hop in, pick a random spot right now, and then I'll hit the randomizer and we'll be on our way. Just pick any spot, and then I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, Flock, I right. just Charles rookie drafts, by the way. Ooh, the 1-3, baby. I got the 1-1, one, Begley got the 1-3, and Wayne got the 1-11. This is a super flex rookie draft. Four rounds. And uh, Wayne's excited. You can you can see you can tell on his face. He's excited. I've got a tough one here. It's the one one. I'm not gonna be long winded. It's Bijan, obviously. I don't I don't really care about any of the other quarterbacks on the board. We don't have one guy that's more dominant than the rest, in my opinion. Uh, Bijan, it is. Don't overthink it. Anthony Richardson went off the board at two, which I'd be, I be I want to know your all's opinions on him. Let me tell you mine very briefly. I watched him at Florida be not good. I watched him at Florida not be able to win a starting position for two years. And, uh, again, man, I can't pick guys who weren't productive in college, no matter the upside. What do you all think? I agree. Uh, Goni will tell you I'm I'm uber low on Anthony Richardson. And just side note, I think I was muted when I was telling the people that um, we were doing the Superflex draft now, so. (laughs) Ta-da. So whenever you hear a gap of silence, your your internet did not cut out, and I was not thinking of an answer to a question. I can't stand him. <laughs> I think he's. I think he was. Not only do I think he wasn't even average to me. I think he was not good in college. I mean, I, I like him for the upside. I don't know about at the the one two. The one two is is very pricey for that, but. A lot of people in the community, if you like your guy, you're going to take your guy, and he has a massive following right now. He's got upside, man. He's got he's he's 6'4", 244. He's got the body to be able to run. He has the athleticism. Rushing is a cheat code for the quarterbacks in the NFL. If he can put it together with the arm, he, he can be a serviceable guy. He can even turn into a superstar if everything goes right. I understand, you know, he wasn't very good to you guys in college, uh, especially with the arm, but He's got the raw traits. He's got the traits. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So here at the 103, Bryce, Gibbs, or Stroud. Um, I, I'm going to fade Stroud. Uh, looking at Houston, this is a two- or three-year project still. Um, based off the Ohio State pedigree, it scares me a little bit. Um, so really, it's, it's, it's down to Bryce or Gibbs. I'm going to take the quarterback and take Bryce. I like that Carolina has invested around him immediately. With Thielen, Chark, and the Mingo uh, pick, we paid Miles Sanders. I like Frank Reich, uh, and I think he has a quarterback-friendly scheme. The only thing that scares me is his size, but um, I'm going to trust the guy who won in college, Bryce Young, 103. I like it. Uh, team four took Jameer Gibbs. Team five took C.J. Stroud. Six, Smith and Jigba. Seven, Jordan Addison. Eight, Quentin Johnston, nine, Zay Flowers, ten, Dalton Kincaid. Holy crap. Oh, gosh. I don't want to be a homer here. Uh, I'm going to be a homer. Give me Will Levis. Give me Will Levis at, at the 111. He's in Tennessee. He's got the ability to produce in his second year. He's got the physical attributes to be a monster. He's got a, a cannon. He can throw the ball from an end, from the end zone to the end zone. Um, in college, he showed that when he's under pressure, he's not accurate. But when he's protected, he's very accurate and very good. So I think if if the Titans want to make Will Levis their guy – they're going to have to get him an offensive line, and he's shown uh, that when he has a good offensive line, he can be extremely good, and he's got an SEC pedigree, which, um, in my opinion, goes goes a long way. Good landing spot. Is it a good I, landing spot, though? It is. I'm not I'm not a Levis fan. I'm, I mean, I'm a Kentucky fan. I don't think Levis is, is, is that guy, but he's going to give you some production on the ground. 
uh, which we know is valuable. Yeah, I like Tennessee as the landing spot. Once once Henry leaves, they're going to have a new identity. They're going to have to. Yeah, they're going to have to, but I feel like that hurts him, man. Dude, uh, they might not run the, the ball 100 times. Will Levis had has similar measurables as Anthony Richardson, but he was way better in college. Okay. What do you that's mean, in college? Okay? That's, bro, that's in Average. college. I'm not trying to get into this stupid argument right now. You're, you're talking about apples to oranges when you're – we're in the NFL now. They're in the NFL. doesn't matter. And any quarterback in the league, if you protect them, they're in the NFL. They're going to be good. Kenny Pickett might have been all right if they protected him last year. It, it's just – is it going to happen? He can throw the ball end zone to end zone, but who's going to run under it? Traylon Burks? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. still has the Traylon Burks trailer. love, man. Still has the Traylon Burks love. I don't know. Dak Prescott I mean, has protection, and he spot. led the league in picks. What's that? Dak Prescott had good protection, and he led the league in picks. Also true. All right. Well, Dak's just—he's Dak. He's not a good quarterback. Real you get quarterback. any NFL quarterback protection, they're going to do good. Cool, man. Debunk. That was a good one. And That's yes, stupid. when it's we're looking stupid. at rookies who have never ever played a snap in the NFL. And you look at what they've done in college. That's how you determine where they're drafted. That, that's okay, exactly so what you look at. So if Justin Fields was to get some protection, he's going to be good then, right? Is that what we're going to say? He'll, he'll be, be better. better. Hmm. He'll be better for sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, we'll Levis is trash. Going, can you name any players here? I'm an honest question in the NFL mm-hmm. who is good. Okay, yes. objectively good. Who was poor in college? Yeah, you just you won't be able to, right? I mean, that was poor in college. I mean, yeah, you, you can't. I mean, maybe Matt Castle. He was a career backup at USC. He might be the only one. I mean, oh, you're talking about across time. I would have to dig into the archives and like actually do some. I'm thinking about guys now. I mean, was Derek Carr phenomenal at Fresno State? He was. Yes. What what are we talking about from a winning standpoint or from a numbers standpoint? From a because numbers standpoint. any I was going to say any Alabama quarterback I mean they win but they don't produce in the NFL for the most part until recently. No, no, no. You can be great in college and be poor in the NFL, but you you almost never are poor in college and great in the NFL. It just doesn't happen. Anthony Richardson, we'll see. I mean, he has a chance to break the mold. Maybe Will Levis, you know, depending on what you think about him in college. Well, Will Levis was successful in college. He was yeah, a, I mean, he, he was, was a with lot more successful than Ant. Yeah. Okay. I mean, we'll we'll see. Time will tell. Time will Time tell. tell. Do you want the doink for this year? Richardson versus Levis? I'll take it for their career. Richardson gets an immediate start. I'll take it for the career. Most fantasy points over the career. Uh, let's let's set a, a time. Let's set a let's set a. I'll I'll say five years. So rookie contract. And you're going to get a year head start on me. All right. I'm saying it is. I'm taking that doink. I'm saying in four years, Will Levis will produce more than Anthony Richardson will in five. All right. Because Begley's exactly right. If you're not good in college. You're definitely not going to be good in the NFL. It's true. Never happens. NFL doesn't draft mediocre college players. <laughs> I wish. I hope we have YouTube people on here. Look at my kids sneaking to not be in it. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. You can continue. Or is it on? Who's it on? It's on you. Oh, well, I'm putting this doink in in the meantime right now. So, uh, well, Kendra Miller went at the 12. I'll talk to the doink real quick while you get it in there. I think Richardson's going to have a chance, right, to, to do what, you know, to take the job. But I'm, I'm going to go with Wayne on this one, man. Levis is old. He's real old. I've seen him miss a whole lot of drags and very basic throws in college. But. Colts need to win now, I think. I think Colts are, you know, in a position to where they want to put wins on the board. I think Tennessee's okay letting Willis grow, letting Levis grow for a few years while they rebuild. 
Yeah, they're they're more in a rebuild for sure. Tennessee is. They're about to lose Derrick Henry. I mean, they have Traylon Burks as their their number one. They're gonna they're basically yeah, rebuilding for the most part. They're gonna play strong defense, and then it, when Derrick Henry leaves, I don't know what's gonna happen there. Richardson at least has has a, a good O line. He has Jonathan Taylor there. He's got Michael Pittman there. Like he's he's got tools. He's got tools. He just needs to get reps in and practice and whatever. And we'll see. I'm not saying he's going to be phenomenal. I just like his upside way more than Will Levis. Um, starting off the second round, I'm looking at Charbonnet, A Chain, Mayer, Laporta. And uh, as I go through this here, I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be similar to where I was at with the one quarterback draft. I'm gonna take Charbonnet again here at the two one in the super flex draft, uh, just to split time with Walker. I, I feel like they drafted Charbonnet for a reason. They've always had a complimentary back. When they drafted Rashad Penny, they had Chris Carson in the seventh round, and they they gave him play. And Chris Carson was he was good, so. I like it here. Charbonnet. All right. A chain goes off at the 202, which brings us to right. the 203 for Ben. Yeah. I've got an interesting uh, spot here. Um, I'm really looking at, at Sam Laporta, who I think is a great tight end prospect, and I love uh, his, his slot in Detroit. You got Jonathan Mingo, who I talked about before. Uh, I think he has a chance to be a better NFL player than a fantasy player. Um, Josh Downs, Roshan Johnson, Bigsby. Um, wow. I think I'm going to take uh, take the plunge on Sam Laporte. I know it never feels good to take a tight end in the first or second round of a rookie draft. I think this guy's the real deal, man. Um, love the landing spot in Detroit. Let's uh, let's go, Sam. Go Hawkeyes. Fair enough. Don't hate it. Uh, I probably would have taken Baby Gronk there. All right. Team four took Josh Downs, wide receiver uh, for the Colts. Uh, team five took Michael Mayer, tight end Raiders. Six, Jonathan Mingo. Seven, Rasheed Rice. Eight, Roshan Johnson. Nine, Tank Bigsby. Ten, Marvin Mims. Leaving me with my boy. Give me Tajay Spears again. I'm not going to go into it uh, because I went into it uh, how I feel about him. Uh, the last uh, the last mock we did earlier in the episode, um, I'm getting him at the uh, 2.11. I got him at the 2.5 um, in the standard, which you know makes sense because we've had about four quarterbacks go. So he actually dropped uh, a little bit further. Um, understandable injury history. Uh, give me Tajay Spears. Had he gained an ACL since your last choice of him? He hasn't, and I stand by him. Brutal. Wow. Uh, ra- rounding out the second round, Jalen Hyatt goes off the board at the 2-12, bringing us back around to the 3-1. And, I mean, go ahead. I'm looking, I'm looking, nah, nah, because I don't want to do that. I don't want to be super identical to the last one, even though I'm, like, all in on him. But that's the pick, right? I mean, Chase Brown is there. Schoonmaker, Hendon Hooker. It really in a super flex between these guys right here. Uh I've already drafted two running backs. I have Bijan and Charbonnet. So I, I'm gonna take Hendon Hooker here at the three one. Uh in a super flex, you know, quarterbacks are king. You want someone who's gonna develop into a stud. Everyone wants that. So you need to take chances to make money. And that's what it is. So Chase Brown went two two, and and then the spirit of gone. Jaden Reed is is on the board. Uh, this is probably who I would take here. Uh, I, I'm super high on Jaden Reed's upside, but to be a little different, just to to talk a little more about some players. We got Scooney. We have Musgrave. Not options for me since I took Laporta, Zach Evans, and Izzy Abanacanda. Now I know Wayne's a Zach Evans guy. This is another guy who who was not productive in college. Um, a true freshman, Jenkins done at Ole Miss, took his spot last year, relegated Zach Evans to uh, kind of an, uh, a, a flex guy. Is he a Bannon is a guy we'd be talking about? 
Zach Evans had almost seven yards per carry in college. He did, but he didn't get the ball very much. That's not his fault. His efficiency is incredible, though. He he was a transfer, went to Ole Miss last year, and barely saw the field. Yeah, but if you're getting seven yards per carry, he's doing what he's supposed to do. It just makes you think. If you're getting seven yards a carry, why aren't you getting the ball more? Exactly. Why? Why wouldn't he? Also, why aren't why isn't that being considered in his draft stock, and why didn't he get drafted higher? Yeah, he's a, what was he a fifth round pick, sixth round? He slipped. He was he was, uh, he was quite late. He yeah, quite he slipped. Late. He uh, there was a lot of teams that faded. He was a top prospect coming out of high school. I think the guy's a knucklehead, Lane. Also, which is part of his problem. Uh, that might be his issue, but you know if he can clear that up, I mean, I think he's got pretty good measurables. What is he? 5'11", 200 or something like that? It was late sixth round, Begs, just to go yeah. back to what you're saying. 5'11", 202. We're, yeah. we're also late in the sixth. third round of a rookie draft. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, again, it, right, it's it's like Spears. You know, it, I don't like Cam Akers at all. Uh, I, I just hate Zach Evans more, but he, he he does have a path to playing time there. Um, You know, if my grandma had wheels, she'd be a bike lane. I'm going to take Izzy Abanacanda here. If if he was drafted anywhere, <laughs> quit looking at me like that. If he was drafted anywhere besides uh, the Jets, I think you'd be talking about him as a second-round pick. Super productive at Pitt. I like his profile. It's a guy I'm trying to grab uh, in every rookie draft that I can. Um, so I, just to be different, I'll take Izzy Abanacanda. I'm just I'm a little disappointed in you, Begs. You, I feel like you haven't learned your lesson uh on the jets running backs i I remember just uh just a couple years ago you were in a rebuild and you traded away derrick henry for i think it was calvin ridley in the 108 in the rookie draft maybe it was the 109 because we had the 108 we took waddle there i believe Mm. and do you remember who you took there yeah michael who was it michael carter that man on your roster still absolutely he is is he as he should be does he does he get playtime in your roster? Last year, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Hey, bro, hey. you didn't even play anyone last year. What hey. do you mean? His rookie year, RB twenty nine, not great, but I'll it's take not bad it. for a rookie. That's not bad. I mean, I, I, he gets the passing work. I do think uh, Bandicanda is his replacement. I think them drafting him as Michael Carter's uh, death wish. I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. That's fine. Go Jets. All right. Pick four was Jaden Reed. Pick five, Zach Evans. Uh, Pick six was Scooney. Seven, Luke Musgrave. Eight, Kayshawn Butte. Nine, Cedric Tillman. Ten, Tank Dell. Which brings us to the 311. And I love the value I'm getting for Michael Wilson here. Um, I'm I'm kind of opposite of you guys. Uh, I'm not going to pick somebody different just to talk about somebody different. Um, <laughs> I mean, I picked two of the same exact players. That's just in fine. Different rounds. That's fine. This is a mock. You're doing what you're supposed to do. I think um, it needs to be needs to be said. Um, oh gosh that uh mcbride is there i like mcbride a lot um he's he popped up to the number two with with dalvin cook out uh he could be a good complimentary piece uh to madison um there's a there's a path there for for immediate uh value uh we got washington there not a big fan of him just because friarmouth for mvp you know for him to get value he's gonna have they're gonna have to run some two tight end sets uh, and that's all I'm going to talk about the other players. Uh, give me Michael Wilson uh, for the same reason uh, Goni took him in the third round last time. He's he's going to a, a WR3 right now-ish. Could probably be considered the WR2, and I think will be considered that um, halfway through the season at most. Rounding out the third, Darnell Washington goes off the board to Team 12, and I will be starting at the 4-1. And here I like I like McBride. I like Dwayne McBride. I think he comes straight in and is the backup 
to uh, Madison, Alexander Madison. They had uh, Ty Chandler, who they drafted in the fifth round last year, but he only got six carries. Six carries, no targets all last year. And Kine and Wangwu, fourth round pick in 2021. He only has 28 touches in two years. He's, I mean, he's had his chance. He's not it. I don't think either of these guys necessarily touches McBride as far as being the backup. We've seen before that Minnesota likes to run a three down back. I think Alexander Madison is that guy this year, but if he was to miss time, McBride is the next man up and that's what you want to see. Opportunities in the fourth round. All right. Deuce Vaughn went two, two. And in the spirit of, of, of not being Wayne, uh, and this is just a pretend mock draft on an actual one. And you guys probably want to hear our analysis. I'm going to choose a different player because Sean Tucker is on the board here, and I would normally take him in a draft, just like I would have taken Jaden Reed next round. I'm going to talk about Evan Hole out in Indy. You good, man? Wow, <laughs> man. I mean, right, I mean, I was flow. I had the flow going. I was ready to hop right into I, well, it. Well, yeah, that's cool, man, but you attacked me. You didn't even didn't tell me to put my Dukes up or anything. I just said I, 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 just said I, I, I'm going to be a little different is all. That's all I said, really. So we're giving him uh, one of them mock drafts where we don't do what we think we should do. Well, we're giving mock drafts where, where maybe they have a little different opinions and they'd like to see option two, you know. I'm going to talk about Evan Hull. Uh, I think he is very similar to a Kanda where his draft spot has scared everybody. He slid down rookie drafts. If he went to any spot that's not behind Jordan Taylor, I think he'd be talking about him as a second or third round pick. Great receiving profile out of Northwestern. He's got the measurables. Uh, I, I think he's got a chance to slot into some third down work this year in Indy. I tell you what, oh. we got nothing but garbage. We got pick four, uh, Sean Tucker, pick five, Eric Gray, six, Stetson Bennett, seven, Xavier Hutchinson, uh, eight, Puka Nakua, nine, Tucker Craft, ten, Tyler Scott. Ugh. It's a dart from three-point range is what it is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> two picks, two picks. Let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, you just got to – you just got to <laughs> – never mind. Um, man, this is a tough one for me because if I take Brenton Strange, I get, I get yelled at. McIntosh, he's the three. They got three young guys, two young guys ahead of them. Uh, that's just not going to happen. Oh my gosh, I don't like this at all. Homer pick. It's time for a homer pick. Go Cats, man. You want me to do the homer pick? You want me to talk I about? You, you, want, you want me to talk about C Rod? Yeah, you don't have a choice, man. Ah, oh, boo. Give me C Rod. Give me Chris Rodriguez. Going to the Manders. He's Goni, Goni, you're so stupid. They've got Brian Robinson. And they've got Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson is on his way out. He got his job taken immediately by a rookie who got his tater shot. If C Rod can be half as successful in the NFL as he was in college, he's gonna be putting up points for you. He's definitely more of a project. You're going to have to wait for Gibson to get out of there. But I think he eventually sees the field. I mean, he just he had a great year in the S. He had a great career uh, against SEC defenses. He's a powerful runner. He's a three down back. He's 5'11, 220. He definitely has the measurables and the talent to be successful in the NFL. He's just going to be a project guy that you got to wait for his turn to be to be up to bat. Couldn't disagree more. It's Benny line. Snell 2.0. Benny Snell 2.0. Benny Snell was was good in U, at UK, and he's trash in the NFL. He's slow. He's a he's a a power guy. That's what C Rod is going to be. He he's he's not a guy who's going to break away or do anything. He's going to try and bulldoze people, and you're playing against grown men in the NFL. Man, I, I don't know. It's I mean, and it's, it's a fourth round pick. I'm not trying to poop on it too much. Yeah, I was going to say, in the spirit of not it's being a fourth Johnny, round, I'm not yeah, going to yeah, hit no. on your fourth round it's pick. A fourth, I, wow. I was going to ask, before before Beggs threw out the uh, 
the Homer pick, I was actually going to ask you how you felt about Charlie Jones. He, he's WR4. Wide receiver. He's w, WR4 this year, but they have contractual obligations and decisions to make between Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins after this year. They're, they're definitely bringing one of them back. So for the f- very far future, he's WR3 best case scenario. For for the far future, Bengals though for the Bengals, Tyler Boyd's had some good games, man. Do you do you, do you ever start games. Tyler Boyd? Actually, I, I'm pretty sure I, I saw him get started last year for a couple games because Jamar Chase was out. So yeah, yes. it, it's and it's he injury. Put up he, good numbers in one of them. It's it's he's injury dependent. Okay, but I'm saying it's a wide receiver three on a great passing offense. Uh, in, the, in the fourth round. In the fourth round. Uh, and, and first off, C-Rod had a better career at Kentucky than Benny Snell. And Benny Snell is still on an active NFL roster. Still sees the field. He's he obviously not on any fantasy teams. But give me the guy that's not behind Najee Harris. Uh-huh. And give me the guy that had a better college career. Weird. Uh, Jalen Warren was pretty good behind Najee last year. Yeah. Who beat out Benny Snell? Hey, all right, man. Agree to disagree. It smells, it smells like a sucks. is in the air. Go, Benny Snell versus C-Rod? Goni's just the type of guy who... Benny Snell versus C-Rod? First to 100 both... fantasy points wins there. <laughs> <laughs> First to 50, maybe? Goni's just the type of guy that... He, he moved from New York to Kentucky, so anything... Kentucky related, he just hates on. I mean, Bijan Robinson, if he played for Kentucky, he he would have absolutely taken Anthony Richardson at the number one pick. Just because he's I mean, a hater. I just have eyeballs. He's I have a- eyeballs and I use them. Benny Snell got ops. He got opportunities. He didn't do anything with them. He's not good at the NFL level. All right. Well, we'll wrap this up. Uh, Goni, what was your team? Uh, my team was Bijan Robinson, Zach Charbonnet, Hendon Hooker, and Dwayne McBride. All right. Begley had to abruptly leave because he has a meeting. Like we said, we're sneaking this in on our lunch. Uh, his team was Bryce Young, Sam Laporta, Israel Abinakanda, and Evan Hole. Uh Begley, your team sucks. Would you like to defend yourself? <laughs> Worst nope. team uh, ever, man. Cool. My team is Will Levis, Tajay Spears, Michael Wilson, and C-Rod. Love it. Love it. Hey, do you want to put a doink on uh, who puts up more fantasy points between the two of us? No. you, what uh, you... Man, I thought I could sneak one in there. Hey, all right, all right. Just leave it at no. I don't need I don't need all the, the rest of the stuff. You I do. just try to sneak you one. You have the one one. <laughs> Absolutely. Need it. <laughs> I'm gonna try and fleece you. When you find out that I'm fleecing you, I don't want to hear anything about it. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it. All right, Mad Mob. Homer picks for MVP. Eh, LVP. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>